Welcome to the Biz and Life Done Well podcast, where we explore what it means and what it takes to do business and life well. I'm your host, Peter Wilson. Uh, I'm Emily. I live in Boston with my husband and our two-year-old son, and quarantining with a two-year-old is tons of fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've been working with Pete at Biz Marketing for about four years doing social media. Uh, I'll note she wasn't always in Boston, but um, she's there now <laughs> and been working virtually and doing a great job. Emily, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you uh, kind of guide us through this presentation. Absolutely. So yeah, I just want to start by talking about why social media is important to have as a business. Um, in 2020, it is expected that you would have a Instagram and a Facebook business profile. Uh, every business should have one. Um, not only is it expected, it's beneficial. Um, it's an amazing way to get your products, your services, whatever you're selling uh, in front of your current and potential customers. And it's a great way to grow your business and just show off your business identity and who you are. Um, so let's get started with some basics. So the first thing to note here is that Facebook owns Instagram. A lot of people actually don't know that. Uh, Facebook ins bought Instagram a few years ago. So when you advertise through Facebook, you can advertise through Instagram as well. So the two are connected. Um, you connect both of your profiles together and um, they kind of are just like the powerhouse of social media right now. Uh, so people will most likely look up your business on social media. So they might search for you on Google first, check out your website, but then they will end up looking you up on social media and they wanna see if you are active and present on Facebook or Instagram. Um, it's kind of a different look for your company than your website might show. Um, so it's great to have an engaging, page on either of those. Um, people also might find your business through social media, which is a great way to get new customers. Um, it's also just a great way to engage with current and potential customers in a different way. And setting up a business profile is easy and worth it. Um, it should take you about 10 minutes to set each one both up, and it is definitely worth your time. Um, yes. So before we move on, I do just want to make one note that we kind of talked about why you need social media. Obviously, it's extremely important for your business. So let's just go through a few basics of how to set up those profiles, and then we can kind of talk about the difference in posts and ads and what you need to be doing. Yeah, before we move on to the next slide, let, let me add just one little thing about Google and its relation to Facebook. Um, clearly, they're two comp they compete. Um, but one of the things I've noticed is if you Google the name of a business, um, a lot of time in the search results, you'll see the, the business's website. It should show up if they're doing their SEO correctly. But then I also notice that a lot of times the Facebook profile for that business shows up in the Google search results. So some people may actually click on that. Their eye may be taken to the Facebook. So that's another, yet another way um, that um, people can find you. And it's important that you do have a Facebook uh, presence and a social media uh, presence. So let's get started here. Go ahead. Yeah, so the first is just how to set up a Facebook business profile. So if you go to the link that we have 
right here, facebook.com slash pages slash create. It's super simple. You're gonna click get started and you'll just be prompted through how to build your Facebook page. Uh, Facebook will have you add your basic contact information, information about your business, uh, your profile picture, which should be your logo, um, any of that information. Facebook will kind of just prompt you through it. So once you get started or once you get created on that Facebook page, you'll be able to post as the business. Um, and one note that I'd like to make here is that when you set up the Facebook page, you become an admin on the page. You do not log into the Facebook business page at all. You log into your personal profile and then you can comment and post as the business. Uh, and we get this question a lot that people are really worried about connecting their personal Facebook page to their business profile. Those are two very different things. You are just um, basically becoming an admin on the page and it's a great way for Facebook to basically ensure that different members of your team can have access to this business page um, so that it doesn't all fall on one person to be the one posting and commenting and, and all of that, um, but no one logs in. So your information is not ever shown to customers on that. So, so if we go to this link that you had on this page, by the way, we will have um, the links uh, here in the uh, follow-up resources as well. So if you click on that link that we just showed you, this is what you go to, right? Yep. So this is what you'll see uh, under business or brand. You're just going to click get started and then Facebook will prompt you through the rest of setting up your page. Um, Great. So once you have that Facebook page set up with your logo, a cover photo, all of that, um, you'll see on the next slide that you'll basically be able to post as the page. Um, so you are writing as the business. So I would suggest that once you have created this page, um, basically just take some time to explore your Facebook business page, add any information that you think might be helpful, uh, if someone wants to come to your page, what they need to know about your business. And you can fully, you can fill out a ton of stuff on this page on Facebook, um, anything you want really. So yeah, one, really of the, spend some time. one of the really important pieces that we emphasize is the reviews portion or mm -hmm. recommendations. So this is a great place for people to um, leave um, information about your business and how well you did and, and that sort of thing. So, um, and, um, and so, um, you know, that's one thing that you can uh, do with that. So we do have some questions here, Emily, I will, um, let's, let's hang on to those questions until the end. You can ask in the Q and A or in the web chat and we'll get to those uh, at the end. Was there anything else you wanted to add to this particular slide? No, I think we're ready to move on to Instagram. Okay, great. So the next thing you need to set up is an Instagram business profile. And uh, Instagram is very important to setting up for your business. Uh, it's kind of a more positive social media than Facebook. And so a lot of people are moving over towards Instagram. So it's a great way to hit a different demographic. Uh, it's just a really great way to showcase your business um, and really is important that you stay on brand when you're posting on Instagram, but it can really turn into a great profile. So 
what you're going to do to set it up is you're going to download the app if you don't already have it and you're going to just create a new profile so it's a little different with facebook than it is with instagram because you are actually logging in as the business rather than logging in as yourself and becoming an admin so you just need to log into your business page uh, you're going to create a new profile and the profile name needs to begin with the at sign which instagram will do for you and this needs to be a clear and concise exact name to your business uh, if your business name is not available you need to try and get as close as possible just to make it easier for people to search for you but mm -hmm. don't put your name as your profile anything like that it needs to be exactly to your business just so that it's easier for people to find you and connect with you so in the right hand corner on our picture of our instagram you can see there's three dots in the corner and if you click on that then you can go to settings and you can click switch to a professional account so a professional account just allows you to showcase your contact information and it also allows you to connect this Instagram page to your Facebook page. Um, so if it's not a business profile on Instagram, it can't connect to your um, Facebook page and then you can't as easily advertise through Instagram. So got it. So you're creating a new profile in Instagram. So you may have a personal profile where you follow people yourself right. and then you're creating a business profile. And again, it's similar to Facebook where once you're logged into your business profile, you can still use the app to go between the two accounts. But it, again, when you're posting, you're going to post as the business uh, in the professional account, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in the same area that you went to settings, you can do add account. So you can add your personal account so that you can basically just log in and out between the two and you don't have to put your password in every time. Um, it's it. an easy way to switch between the two. Cool. Um, so do you want to, should we move on to this Ness? We've got a lot of questions coming in, by the way. so good. <laughs> For sure. Let's go ahead and get through this. Awesome. So yeah, let's talk about the difference between organic posts and paid ads. Um, so these are two very different things and you are using Facebook in two very different ways if you're doing posts or you're doing ads. So mm -hmm. posts are, they're basically posts that you are not paying for. So these are, posts that you're putting in either your Facebook feed, your Instagram feed, your stories. Uh, they can be pictures, blog links to your website, an upcoming event that you're hosting, um, but you are not paying to advertise these to your customers. Mm -hmm. So they are only seeing these organically, um, but it's a great way to showcase your business. Um, great way to connect with current and potential customers. So a few examples are if you're a roofing company, you can share before and after pictures of every roof that you're doing. Um, if you have a happy customer and you have permission from them, you can share your story of working with them your, or pictures of their work that you did for them. Uh, it's just kind of a great way to showcase some of your work or posts that are not necessarily ad worthy. Right. I, I know one of the clients we work with is uh, Aussie Petmobile. It's, you know, dog grooming, cat grooming, and they just have so many opportunities to post all those cute little puppies uh, pictures. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's almost like Instagram was made for them for oh, yeah. uh, posting all these uh, puppy pictures. So, Definitely. 
Cool. So anything else you want to add on this? Yeah. Um, I think just like you said, you can post all of those pictures and those are great ways to just showcase your business, but they're not necessarily posts that you want to pay for to show off. Um, Right. So that's where we're going to go into paid ads, which is very different. So paid ads, this is not just boosting. Let, could I, let me, let me stop yeah, you right there just for yeah. one thing. I do, one thing I would want to add is uh, if you do make an organic post and let's say it is about a client, a customer or their pet, um, the obvious thing to do is to um, find that person and share that with them on the respective platform because there's a chance that then they will share that out to them and you will be getting the benefit of, um, you know, the social networking, even though the sharing can be a little limited because of the way that the algorithms work on Instagram and Facebook. Now it is a great way to get additional, um, uh, you know, exposure for what you do in your business. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to throw no, that I in. Agreed for sure. So, yeah, so let's move on to paid ads. So they are, you might have, if you're on Facebook, you might have seen that you can boost your posts, that you, some of the posts that we just talked about. This there's is very a, different. There's a question about that, by the way. So. <laughs> Good to know. So this is very, very different. So this is paid ads that are specifically targeted um, to show up all over Facebook and Instagram. So they can show up in the feeds, just like we talked about. They might show up on the right-hand sidebar. They'll show up in stories. Hmm. Uh, Facebook just kind of picks and chooses where the best spot to put these ads are. But they also, if they show up in the feed, they look like a regular post for the most part. So they're a great way to get people because they can click on that and not entirely necessarily think it was different than an organic post. Um, So paid ads are just an amazing way to reach potential customers that may not even know about your business. So the difference here between Facebook and Google is that on Facebook, they might not have even been searching for your company. um, And then all of a sudden an ad's going to show up in their feed and Mm -hmm. maybe they didn't even know you existed. Like um, maybe they did not know that mobile grooming was a thing and they need their dog groomed and they're going to see all of a sudden, oh, I can have a groomer come to my home. So then they're going to show interest in your company, which is different than someone searching for your company on Google. So it's a great way to reach those potential customers that are not even searching for you necessarily. And paid ads are just really a great way to also remarket to current and potential customers. Um, Do you want to go into the remarketing a little bit? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So remarketing on Facebook, they call it re- targeting. So the way I like to describe this to people is, you know, you go on Amazon and you look at something and then you go on Facebook and that thing follows you around. That's basically what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're using a cookie uh, that we uh, that, that we get the code. They call it a pixel on Facebook. It's a cookie, really. Um, and a piece of code that goes on your website and then it um, puts that on the web browser of the person that um, they visited. And what's interesting is now the, the uh, if you've logged into Facebook on your phone and your desktop, the, the cookies are gonna be cross device compatible. So you may have looked at something on your phone and then you sit down at your desktop and that ad for that item shows up on your desktop <laughs> computer. So 
Yeah. It's uh, it's creepy, but it's also a great way to leverage the presence when people visit your website, for example, and they may not have been ready to buy from you, um, and they might need to know a little bit more about your company or you, and it's a great way just to remind them, hey, we're here, and this is more about us. Um, talk about, um, do you want to talk about, oh, on the next slide, I think you're going to talk about the different types of paid campaigns that we can run. Yeah, so paid ads on Facebook and Instagram can be done in many different ways, but we like to focus on these two ad types that have yeah. worked out really well. Um, so there's traffic ads and there's lead ads. So traffic ads drive traffic to your website. So it's if they click on the ad, it's gonna go to your website. Uh, and this is a great way to get people to find out more about your business as well as get them in that retargeting pool that we just talked about um, so that you can hit them with other ads later. Mm -hmm. uh, so lead ads ask the potential customer to fill out their information on Facebook or Instagram and that information is sent directly to you. So basically you can ask, you can ask whatever kind of information that you want from them as long as it's, um, necessary for you to ask those things um, and legal, but, then, and legal. <laughs> um, but they don't ever leave Facebook. So they right. click on the ad, a form will pop up, they'll fill it out and then they'll leave. So it's a great way to gather information from someone immediately uh, when they show interest in your company instead of hitting them from all different ways. It's like, oh, I'm interested, fill out the information and then you can get back to them immediately. Uh, with email, phone, um, we've added in zip code, reason for reaching out to your company, and then just like specific uh, questions yeah. that are specific for you. Why don't I show the next slide that actually shows yeah. a real example here. So here's a real um, lead ad that we're actually have been running. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is basically on the left is how the ad would show up on someone's Facebook feed. Um, so if they're interested in your ad, they will click on your call to action, which I have a little arrow to. It might say book now, we have sign up, learn more. Um, there's a couple different options. So they'll click on that. And then instead of it going to your website, like a traffic ad, it'll show up with this form. Um, so they can fill out the information that they will, you have requested of them. Yeah. And then as soon as they click submit, you will get an email with the information to get to them right away. Um, so they're, an, it's an amazing thing that Facebook has set up, but they're very complicated ads to do. So if they're set up right, you can see a high return, but they are complicated to set up. Well, the other thing is um, a couple things that I wanted to note about this now that we're looking at this particular ad is that there's a, um, the, the image that you have associated with this ad on the left there's a lot of image and not a lot of text. Do you want to talk about that just briefly? The fact oh, that there's I'm only sorry, 20. Oh the, yeah, the 20% rule. So yeah. on Facebook, um, you can only have 20% of your image have text on it. So Facebook's really picky about the amount of text that can be on your actual image. Um, so you need to be really specific if you're gonna add text to your ad of what needs to go on there and what's important. Yeah. Um, and we can include in the tools, there's a tool that you can upload your image to that you want to advertise and Facebook will basically tell you if it'll run or not. So, right. 
Cool. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, should we move on to the tools then? Yeah. So um, Facebook is definitely a great, like you want some tools to help you out to do Facebook. So we like to use Buffer. It's a great scheduling tool for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, I think you can do Twitter on there if you really want to, but it's a great way to schedule posts for the future so that you don't have to just go on and like add every post and it's a lot easier than adding them on Facebook directly so we like to use buffer so you preload it up to what a month in advance if you, if you um, I mean or whatever I think you can do longer but a month is pretty good um, so Airtable is a great organizational tool that you can create a calendar of posts and then you can share that within your organization so that if people wanted to add posts to it um, or has any thoughts that they wanted mm. to add, it's a great tool for that. Canva right. is a great designing tool for posts and ads. They already have a lot of templates set up in there. They have a lot of images that you can use for free. Um, and it's just a great tool if you are not a designer. It's great to use to put a little more professional spin on some of your posts. And then biz marketing, uh, we're here to help you. We know that we talked about a lot of those ads being tricky to set up um, and there is a steep learning curve, but we are here to help you walk through that. So, Great. So uh, before we get on to the QOA, do you want to just uh, run through some quick points to uh, remember here? Yeah. Um, so Facebook and Instagram are necessary. And I know Pete has a story that he wants to share with that. Right. Yeah. I was, uh, speaking to a, a local business owner recently who's in the clothing business and um, was talking about social media and talking about Facebook and Instagram. And I said, so, you know, what are you, how are you doing Instagram? And she said to me, well, I, I just don't think Instagram is really relevant to what I do. Well, I beg to differ if you're in the clothing industry, especially for women, um, Instagram is a gotta have. I mean, it's not, not optional. Uh, I look at my own wife who, you know, after our last presidential election, she decided to get off of Facebook. She was just tired of all the noise. Um, and she is exclusively on Instagram now. And, you know, anybody that wants to attract that particular demographic, um, you've got to be on Instagram. Absolutely. Absolutely. And any of the younger generations typically aren't even on Facebook anymore. Right. Uh, Instagram is really what they're looking at. And so it's really important that you have both. And whether or not you're paying for ads on those platforms, it is a very important that you have both Instagram and Facebook as your business profiles, just so you can engage with customers. People will want to message you to ask you questions um, about your business. So it's great to just have those, make sure you're checking them and getting back to customers and really just engaging with them. Yep. Um, another key I want to hit is that not every post is going to be a home run. So you might put a post up and it might not hit with the customers, but that is okay. Um, it is important that you stay active and engaging with your customers. Keep putting stuff out there. Keep showcasing your business, showing off what you're doing, and um, it's bound to stick and it's bound to really just showcase your business and how you're doing. 
Um, you do not have to do everything on every platform. Stick to Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I know we haven't really talked about LinkedIn, um, but it's great for B2B purposes. Um, it's an important thing to do, but if you're gonna try to uh, stick with hitting your customers, then you need to stick to business or to Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we, we should just note um, the Twitter as well. So Twitter is certainly another social media platform that's very widely used. If you decide to go on Twitter, though, it really requires a massive investment of time. And for most of the businesses that we work with, um, we don't feel like it's, um, um, you know, worthwhile to um, spend the time and energy to do it. If you're a personal brand, then it might make sense to do that. Uh, but you're going to have to be on Twitter all the time uh, if you want to do that. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like these have a higher return on them for sure than Twitter. Oh, yeah. Twitter's yeah. so fast paced that like if you're putting stuff, it'll just get lost in the shuffle. Right. Um, yeah. Much um, more worth your time to focus on these. Was there anything else you want to add before we get on to our Q&A? Yeah, just authenticity is key. Showcase okay. your business, but be authentic about what you're doing. Good. And that's it. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, well, let's move on to Q&A. We got a ton of questions here, Emily. So um, I'm just going to take them from the top here, and we may have to uh, get back to a few of the folks that are asking uh, some of the questions. First question was, I have a business Facebook page for a property we manage. Um, I started a promotion a couple of days ago, but when I check it, it asks if I want to boost the post. I thought I already had. Um so I think that would just take a, a look at exactly what you did to figure yeah. out what happened there. With the Facebook promotion, you can select interests of the people they will focus add to. Does it really matter what I select? Right now, I would not. The interest, it depends on the, the population of the particular area. But if you constrict it too much, um, especially if it's like a semi-rural area, um, you're not going to have enough people in the audience pool um, for the ads to optimize. So one of the things we didn't talk about is Facebook has some amazing machine learning. And we put out ads now just to a specific audience, maybe uh, for a certain uh, potential client we might put out like for a roofing company. We're not going to put it out to anybody who's less than 30 years old. And we want to try to target homeowners who are 30 plus. Other than that, we don't really target like looking for a home or anything like that. Um, unless you're spending a massive amount of money um, or you are um, and doing a nationwide um, uh, campaign, most of the campaigns we manage are localized campaigns where we're only hitting a part of a market like the Seattle market or uh, in our case, Snohomish County, King County, that sort of thing. So if you're doing a nationwide campaign, yes, you can use that interest um, for targeting, but I wouldn't do it if you're just focused on a smaller geographic area. It's just not going to be a big enough audience. But what uh, Facebook has is they actually optimize the ads for the audience. So you just say, this is the general idea of the people I want. And then what it is going to do 
is it's going to actually find the audience that most uh, most uh, is likely to react to that right. person. Um, I think we'll move on to the next question here. Um, if a business set up a page years ago, should they go through the newer process and start a new officially registered Facebook page? So would it have not been a page? Well, Before sometimes I think what, what, what I think this question is referring to is sometimes people set up a page. Um, they use like a personal profile to set up a page, kind of like we did with one of our illustrious um, team members who's not a real person. So, um, yeah, I, I would highly recommend that you uh, do, the, do that. Um, and even deleting that old page so that yes. confused. And you've done some of that. Let me move on to the next question here. What is up with TikTok? Is this something up and coming? Is it a competitor of Instagram? So business-wise, no. Business, it's not going to... Not yet. It. At least, yeah, not yet. Um, TikTok is kind of a little bit like Snapchat where it's just going to be for people to do goofy things with their friends, but I wouldn't worry about it as a business side. Um, yeah, at least Got right it. now, there's no, no need to worry about it. Got it. Got it. Uh, next question. Do you set up the lead ad on Facebook? Yes. Yes. Yep. You do. Um, but it is a whole process. Yeah. Sure. It's a, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there are also lead ads um, available through LinkedIn as well. Um, they are, I've run some LinkedIn campaigns for lead ads. Um, typically LinkedIn is for more business to business type um, uh, opportunities. And the, typically the cost per lead or the cost per thousand impressions of your ads is significantly higher on LinkedIn. It can certainly make sense but you really have to approach LinkedIn as if you're making an investment to see what you can make work. It's not just as it's just not as is an easy platform to use as Facebook, even Facebook we have challenges with, but LinkedIn is um, that much harder. Um, so somebody said in a former company, I was sometimes challenged by an occasional negative review. I would answer these with the, Resolution, but is this enough? Well, golly, um, it should be. Um, what I like to tell people is if you have a negative review and you make an honest attempt to um, respond in a kind way that is empathetic mm -hmm. um, and you offer this person a direct solution or, or perhaps even a, an opportunity to, to reach out to you directly, that should be enough. I would really try to limit the dialogue that you have with a negative reviewer online because it can just escalate and it usually doesn't end all that well. And the good news is when people are reading things like that, um, if it is a negative review that maybe wasn't deserved, then they, um, you know, a lot of people have good, what I call BS detectors. And if they're reading a negative review and then they see this response 
that is a reasonable response, then um, I think that's enough. I would, I would not continue the conversation. Do you have anything you want to add on that one, Emily? Yeah, just like you said, keeping your cool. Don't stoop to the level of wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait 24 hours before you yes, respond. Absolutely. <laughs> or at least 12 hours and yeah. 10 deep breaths. Um, can Instagram be manageable from the desktop? I've only been able to manage it via the phone. Yeah, um, you have to use the phone for Instagram. Uh, you can look at Instagram, you can follow hashtags on Instagram, you can like posts, but you can't upload. But any. you can use Buffer to do that, right? But you could, you can use Buffer. Um, one thing desktop. about using Buffer on Instagram is that you need to make sure that the image is square before you upload it to Buffer or it will not post it for you. Um, but if the image is square and you upload it to Buffer, then it's all set. Buffer will send it for you and you don't have to deal with it. So it is a great way to not have to use your phone or Instagram. Yeah. Um, why do clients hire you to do this rather than do it themselves? What are the trade-offs? Uh, I mean, definitely the learning curve. We've been spending years learning all of this and <laughs> Facebook is ever changing. So they are yeah. constantly changing what they're doing. And we've kind of stayed on top of that. And uh, even with the lead ads, like that's a newer thing that Facebook has offered. And we've um, put a lot of time and effort into learning how to do those right and tweaking them to make sure they're working well. And um, yeah, I just think we bring a lot of expertise that's hard to do when you're not focused solely on so right uh next question is can you talk about reusing content with regard to seo i'd love to talk about that and that's a great segue to next week we're talking about seo next week so um that is our topic for next week it's search engine optimization so uh unfortunately um well good good news is uh you're just gonna have to wait seven days and we'll be able to answer those questions uh, it is a, an important question, but I really want to have our SEO expert answer that. The next one, the next question is, how important is it to like and comment on others' Instagram posts that you're following? Yeah, so I would say it's fairly important. I think it's good to even just spend 10 to 15 minutes after you've posted something yourself and just mm -hmm. going and liking, commenting, just it kind of makes you look more active gives you a, more of a chance to be shown on instagram especially um how pete talked about tagging someone that you a customer that you are posting about these are a great way to connect with people and so just making sure you're tagging what you need to tag sharing other people's posts in your stories is a great way to connect um yeah just making sure you're actually present and it's not just like a robot sending out Instagram for you, just being active and showing that you're engaging with people. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, I think one of the things that I've learned from you, Emily, is the whole um, hashtag, like when you post, um, you will make sure that you have some relevant hashtags. And you <clears throat> do you do that where you post first and then you go back and edit and add the um, hashtags? Is that the way you do that? 
Yeah, so I post with about five hashtags maybe in my caption, and then I send a second, a first comment is basically, so you just comment as the business with, I think you can do like up to 30 hashtags in that. Okay. Um, but then they don't show up in the caption, so it's a great way to get oh. the use of those hashtags, but it's not just like, oh man, they really went crazy with hashtags. So you're, on so you're commenting anyway. on your own post. Yeah. And then you are, uh, that, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So it doesn't look, because I've seen some people who made these huge um, captions on their posts on Instagram, and some of them are just obnoxious, right? Oh, yeah. No one is really reading those hashtags, yeah. but they're a great exposure. So you definitely want to put them in the comment instead of in the caption. Got it. We've got time for a couple more questions. Um, if you want to hit us in the uh, chat, I do have one other question here. Uh, we used something called OMG for online presence, but I inherited that service. Do you offer the same type of service for tracking social media posts and reviews? We do have a um, service for tracking reviews online. That's our reviews of us service that will track any new reviews that show up for you on Google. Facebook and other sites that we can uh, track for you. Um, we don't really do the um, tracking social media on another, on a third party platform that I'm aware of though, right, Emily? No, we use our own, we use Facebook analytics Directly. to get all of that. And Native Facebook, um, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of third-party apps out there. I think the ones that you mentioned, I think Buffer has probably been the biggest mm -hmm. helper for our social media. Yeah, yeah. And another perk of Buffer is that you can look at analytics of last posts that you've posted so you can see what's worked, um, oh. all that. So you can't look at your ads on there, but you can look at posts. So it's a great. So you can see your organic, how your organic yeah. is doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. good. One thing that I should mention is that some businesses have us um, do manage the ads and they manage the organic. And I think that's probably the best way to go. Yeah, I think it's really important to how I touched on being authentic. It's really important that you have a presence. So even if we do give you a few posts a month, um, it's a great way to just show that you're active, but then you need to also be supplementing that with your own stuff that you have um so it needs to be you need to be posting on your own a little bit to show some authenticity to your business because you know your business better than we do right right great well emily thank you so much i think that's it for today we don't have any other questions uh any final uh shot oh actually i do have one more screen i want to put up here so uh we'll put together um a page with some links on it. You'll find it. This will be uh, the resources for webinar number three. We have these organized in posts. So we'll have the um, information that will help you give us give us a few hours to get that up though. So I think that will be helpful um, for everybody. We'll make sure we get that live. All right. So uh, be, to, be sure to join us next week. We'll be talking about SEO, search engine optimization, that's pretty much how you show up in Google um, when people search. So search for your name or search for a business 
like yours. Until then, um, have a great week. We'll see you soon. Ouch. Thanks, everybody.